Hi, Mickey Quinn here with Retail Level Up. In this moment with Mickey, we're going to be talking about building, organizing, and nurturing your network. And to start off, I want to share a story about a colleague that I had at a corporate office. We worked together for a number of years, and I left that company about nine years ago. But I stayed in touch with him, you know, periodically reaching out. And it just so happened a few months ago, we were in the same store. And we got to see each other, chatted, caught up. And he asked me, well, what are the kids doing? And when I told him that my son was a network engineer, he said, he's what? Wait a minute. I have an open position for a network engineer. Can you put me in contact with him? Of course I did. And my son has a new job now. That's just one example of many of why it is so important to build and organize and nurture your network. So let's talk about the three steps of what you do with your connections. First and foremost, you want to build your network. Well, how do you build a network? Well, the first thing you do is you have to be visible, which means you need to get out of your cave. Now your cave might be your house or your office or the place that you work or the routines that you have. Routines are great. Routines help us be very efficient with our time, but they can also be a little bit of a trap. If you're only going to the same places and seeing the same people, you're not going to be able to effectively build your network. So you need to get out there and you need to be visible. Now, experts say that you should be engaging in some kind of a networking activity eight to 10 hours a week. Wow, that sounds like a lot, right? Well, the good news is there's multiple types of networking. There's casual and structured. Casual networking can be as simple as going to the grocery store and not just ordering it online and then parking and having them put it into the back of your car. I mean actually going into the store where you can see other people. Going to the post office. Casually meeting somebody for drinks or lunch or coffee. Accepting invitations to a party. These are all casual ways that you're spending your time, you're doing your tasks, yet you're meeting and engaging with other people. The other type of networking is structured networking. That's attending an actual event that is all about networking and meeting other people. I just attended a Zoom meeting the other day that was specifically for people who were interested in podcasting. And I got to meet several great leads of people who want me on their podcast and others who want to be a guest on mine. There are also groups that you can join where physically you get together and meet other people. Groups like Toastmasters or your local chamber of commerce, Business Network International, also known as BNI. All of those are great examples of groups that you can join, attend, and benefit from having these connections with other people. The most important thing is to check the groups out, identify which groups play most appropriately with your type of business and the type of clients you're looking for or referrals that you're looking for. One other key when you are working on building your network is your mindset when you're meeting new people. Sometimes when we meet new people and we find out what it is that they do, you might think, I have no clue how this person could possibly refer business to me and I don't see them as wanting to be my client, so I really don't have time to add them into my network. Well, that's the wrong mindset to have when you're meeting somebody new. What you should be thinking about when meeting someone new is, how can I help them? 
When you make that mind shift into wanting to help someone else, you immediately change your demeanor. And whoever you're speaking with picks up on the fact that you're in it for them and that you genuinely care to find out what it is that they do, what they're looking for, what business are they in, who their ideal client is. That very simple shift makes you more attractive and more likable to the person that you're talking with. So when meeting someone new, you should be thinking about how you can help them rather than what they're going to do for you. The next step in building your network is organizing your contacts. You need to determine the key categories that you want to bucket your contacts under. Things like potential clients, business referrals, potential business partners, and personal. And you may have other categories where you want to bucket your contacts. The next step is to identify how you're going to keep track of all of your contacts. Some people still use handwritten address books, which is fine. But in today's world of technology, there's a lot of tools that are free that can help you so much with organizing and keeping track of your contacts. A lot of people use a spreadsheet. It's as simple as that. It's data, it's searchable, and you can keep notes. A spreadsheet is a great way to organize your contacts. If you have a lot of contacts, if you have a lot of clients and customers, you're probably going to want to invest in a customer relationship management program or a CRM. There are many different CRMs out there. The key is to do your research and figure out which one meets your specific business needs. The third step in building, organizing, and nurturing your network is nurture. Nurturing is all about developing a relationship with someone else that goes beyond just being an acquaintance. Now, it used to be that it took on average five to seven touches before someone builds a solid relationship with another. And touches means you know, engagement, where you see each other, you have a conversation, you might exchange emails. But now, probably because of technology, it takes more like 11 touches before you build a solid relationship. So that just goes to show you how important it is to nurture your network, to periodically reach out to people. The goal is to move from visibility into credibility. When someone finds you credible, that means that they feel that you are a viable and important part of their network. And that doesn't happen just by accident. You need to have a follow-up process. And here's an example of a great method to use so that you don't lose contact with people because the longer you put off contacting someone after you've just met them, it's called the law of diminishing intent. The longer you put it off, the less likely you're going to do it. So you need a process. An easy process to use is the 24-7-30 method. 24 hours after you meet somebody new, drop them a note. It could be an email, it could be a text or if you really want to stand out, send them a handwritten note. How often do you get real mail? And then over the next seven days, seek them out on social media, whatever platform it is that they seem to use the most, and then ask to connect with them. And then 30 days after that initial meeting, send them another note, inviting them to go out for coffee or lunch, or just to meet casually with the intent of getting to know them better and what they do, and maybe learning about who their ideal client is. It's important to have a process that you can use consistently so that you can move those contacts 
which is basically just a name, a number, and an email, and move them into being truly part of your network. For more tips like this, like us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts, just search for Retail Level Up. Be sure to visit our website, retaillevelup.com, and subscribe to our email newsletters. We send Monday Motivation and Top Tip Tuesday, because we all can use a little extra motivation right now, and we can certainly use some top tips. Because now, even more than ever, it's time to level up.